This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give me the Hogschuck! Well, welcome in to a Wednesday edition of the Give Me the Hogschuck podcast. Glad you're here. It's kind of a quiet week on the games front. Uh, Final exams are in progress on the U of A campus, so that means no games until the weekend. The basketball team will take on Bradley on Saturday afternoon, their annual trip to North Little Rock. We're going to talk about that. And uh, we're going to talk a little football today as well. The stuff that's happening in relation to football all seems to be happening off the field. And I will tell you as we begin today, I am troubled that I sense you are troubled about the state of the Razorback football program. And I want to talk about that a little bit later in the podcast today after we visit about some basketball. First thing I want to do, though, is remind you that, as always, we are presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company, the number one Weikert franchise in the country. And you owe it to yourself to log on to WeikertGriffin.com. And we're also brought to you by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. Games are in full swing right now, and it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. You know, I was thinking earlier today about the Bradley Braves, the opponent for Saturday. If you're old enough to remember, you remember when Bradley was part of the old Missouri Valley Conference. Nolan Richardson was the coach at Tulsa then, and I mean, they had a cast of characters in that league. Bradley's coach was a guy named Dick Versace. Had a big silver head of hair, kind of in, a, in an afro, which was in style back in the late 70s and early 80s. He had that silver afro working. And he ended up being an NBA coach. And, you know, Creighton at the time even had a baseball coach named Jim Hendry, who ended up being the general manager of the Cubs. So there were a lot of colorful characters in that league. You go all the way back to the early days of the Missouri Valley. Louisville was part of that league. You know, when Denny Crum was in his early heyday, Louisville and Memphis State 
were part of the uh, Missouri Valley Conference, Wichita State. But Coach Richardson was involved in it back then, and it was a great basketball league in those days. Now, you know, the, the, the conference has dispersed in many respects, and uh, it's not quite like it was. But when I think of Bradley, I always think about them. You know, they're going to bring a good team a good mid-major team into Simmons Bank Arena on Saturday. But I really like the Razorbacks right now. I mean, every time I watch them play, I like them a little bit more. It seems as though this is a bright lights, big city kind of team. And by that, I mean the bigger the game, the better they play. Musk talked about him on his radio show Monday night, and here's what he had to say about the chemistry. This young group has done an incredible job of of playing in big environments. Obviously, the three games in Maui, even the game we lost, we played really good against a team that was fully healthy in Creighton. And then you look at the game that we played the other day in Tulsa. Our guys rose to the, the lights being bright. They're already talking about playing in North Little Rock. I promise you that. Today was the first day we were back. We took off Sunday. Got to see the guys today we did some film we did some cleanup film of our last game and had a really good practice for about an hour and 40 minutes and I'm sure everybody's studying right now you know I think the fact that these guys do enjoy playing with one another maybe is the most enjoyable part of this team um you know when you when you talk about no jealousy um that's a hard thing to master I mean it's just not something that you always see on a team full of stars and this team has a lot of stars. I mean, they got three McDonald's All-Americans. Um, you know, and Ricky Council's not in that group. And he's the leading scorer right now. So you've got a lot of players who can play. But I think the fact that they are unselfish, and they do seem, as Musk just said, to celebrate one another's success, I think that's got a lot to do with where they are right now. Now, there's a lot more to come. In fact, it's about to get a whole lot tougher. You know, I was looking at the rankings when they came out earlier this week. Is it possible that the SEC is as big a player on the national stage in basketball as they are in football? You know, it's football first in the SEC, and it's certainly, you know, always always been that way, at least in terms of the perspective that people have on the conference. But you look right now, at the Southeastern Conference in basketball. Alabama's ranked number four. Tennessee's number six. Hogs are number 10. Somehow they went 2-0 and and dropped a spot last week. Kentucky's number 13. Mississippi State's number 17. And Auburn's number 19. That's six teams, all in the top 19. You look at the football rankings right now. Georgia's one. Alabama's five. Tennessee's six. Then you've got LSU at 16, South Carolina at 20, Mississippi State at 24. Two of those six are 20th or below. All six on the basketball side are in the top 19. Now, I don't know that you're going to have the national champion come out of the SEC. I think that Georgia is certainly the favorite to be the national champion in college football. Don't know that there will be an SEC national champion. But it is one loaded league. And when you consider that Arkansas is going to play Baylor in Waco in the SEC Big 12 Challenge, I mean, you're adding a number 11 ranked team into the mix right there. So, in other words, it's about to get a whole lot tougher. Now, Musk doesn't have Bradley very far from the front of his mind, 
but he does know the road even after that is going to be a lot trickier. This is our fourth year in the league. I think the league's as good as it's been any of the years that, that we've been here. And yesterday I sat around and watched as many games as I could. Mississippi State's defense is phenomenal. They play really, really hard. Tennessee's defense is phenomenal. The way that Alabama's playing right now, Nate Oates and his team are playing as well as any team in the country when you look at them knocking off two number one teams. So really, really challenging. And in our game on Saturday, Bradley is a really good basketball team. They have an all-conference center, 6'10", 240 who was out for four games for them. They have another player that was out with a concussion who's their leading scorer who will be back, we would assume, based on the fact that he's been out for a few games. They have a six foot nine small forward who's got great length. We got a big game on Saturday. So, yeah, as you can tell, Muss is thinking about the game on Saturday, and I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Razorbacks are excited about going down there right now, and, um, you know, they're looking forward to winning their 10th game. They're looking forward to uh, showing out before the people in central Arkansas. Jordan Walsh had a chance to visit with him earlier this week, and he talked about the fact that, you know, Devo's from down there, and they've got other players that are from that area, and they've had players, and they're after players, and Little Rock's a big part of Razorback basketball right now. So I think you're going to see him go out and put on a show, and uh, I'm looking forward to it on Saturday afternoon. Hey, if you're in the real estate market right now, if you're a buyer or a seller, I want to wholeheartedly recommend Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. I've partnered with them to buy a home. I've partnered with them to sell a home. And both times, everything that happened exceeded my expectations. The market changes a lot. And depending upon where you are, it can change more some days than others. You need a trained real estate professional who understands all of those nuances, who recognizes trends, who, as a result, is a better negotiator, and who ultimately can get you from contract to close. I think that's what you're going to find at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. There's another one in Springdale. They're in Bentonville, an office in Fort Smith. They're in Branson, Missouri. And you can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. Hey, uh... I like the hogs there, Chuck. Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online, where the game starts. You heard it here first. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Full pig suey. You hear? All right, as we continue today, I want to talk a little bit about football and where we are and where we may be headed. And there's a Liberty Bowl game coming up and the coaches are out on the road and people are in a panic over the transfer portal, the changing... And I think sometimes when we see all these things happening at once, there's a tendency to wonder, well, is this thing falling apart? I'm going to start with the coaching changes, or at least you know the two that are most recent. Barry Odom ultimately going to UNLV as the head coach, and uh, Dow Loggins becoming the offensive coordinator at South Carolina. You know, if Arkansas was coming off a season where they were eight and four and nine and three having a defensive coordinator become a head coach and having a tight ends coach become an offensive coordinator would seem to be a natural progression. I feel pretty certain we'd be taking the attitude that, well, man, we just had a great year. Of course they want our guys. 
But when you're 6-6 six and six, and expectations have not been met and coaches make the same natural moves, we have a tendency, I think, to think that it's a referendum on maybe the head coach or a referendum on how things are going right now. Let's take Barry Odom's situation first. Barry wants to be a head coach again. He's 46 years old. You know, the reality is that, you know, once you hit that 50-year-old level, uh, becoming a head coach is rare. Sam Pittman is the exception rather than the rule. Uh, Most guys don't get that second or third chance, really their second chance, I guess, in Barry's case, once you hit that, that, that age bracket. So he was wanting to become a head coach, and I think everybody kind of knew that, and people have talked about it. I mean, there was worry last year when Arkansas was coming off a 9-4 and four season that he might become a head coach. Turned out it didn't happen that way. It looked like this year he might become the head coach at Tulsa. Um, then all that seemingly at once uh, came to a halt. And he was not the guy ultimately that, that Tulsa picked to be their coach. I think if everyone knew all the, the, the inside on this, they'd, they'd know that this UNLV thing came together very quickly. Um, I really do believe that those on the Arkansas staff and those within the administration felt like when Barry didn't take the Tulsa job that it was over, that he wasn't going to be a head coach this year, that he was going to be back and he was going to be the coordinator for the bowl game and life was going to go on. And then UNLV entered the picture. And my understanding is it happened very, very quickly. Um, That the process of them contacting Barry Odom, the process of them having a conversation, and the process of them offering him the job all happened very, very quickly. And I think it would be accurate to say none of that was anticipated when uh, the Barry Odom to Tulsa thing, uh, when that conversation came to an end. But in the grand scheme of things, this is a defensive coordinator who's been offered a head coaching job. It's a natural progression. It's a no-brainer in many respects. Then we'll move on to Dow Loggins. You know, Dow Loggins is probably the most overqualified tight ends coach in the SEC. When you look at his resume, you don't find many guys as tight ends coaches at the Power 5 level in college football who've been offensive coordinators in the NFL. You know, one thing about the NFL, if you notice, coordinators generally don't hop from job to job. And by that, I mean the Rams don't come and hire the offensive coordinator away from the Jaguars. The staff gets fired with the Jaguars, and then those guys go out looking for jobs. NFL coaching contracts prohibit a lot of the movement that is so common in the college game. You can't do that in the NFL. But nevertheless, to be a tight ends coach in the SEC after having been an offensive coordinator multiple times in the NFL just doesn't happen very often. In the final analysis, Dow Loggins had an opportunity to – I'm going to guess more than double his pay, maybe even triple it. South Carolina courted him very hard. Um, I think it'd be accurate to say his first answer was no, but they kept courting and they kept coming and they kept offering, and ultimately he said yes. Um, But, you know, they don't pass out coordinator jobs in the Southeastern Conference. Those are few and far between. They're hard to get, and when someone pursues you, as diligently as South Carolina pursued Dowell Loggins, it becomes very difficult to say no. Again, frankly, this is a no-brainer, and I suspect it's Dowell's loyalty to his alma mater 
that even made this a difficult decision. Um, otherwise, it probably would have happened very quickly. Again, I think perhaps our views on this are a little bit jaded because the team in a, ended the regular season 6-6 six and six as opposed to 8-4 and four as they were a year ago. There's also concern about recruiting, and I get that too. There's one over in Oklahoma Arkansas wants very badly. I can tell you with absolute certainty the contact is almost constant with that young man. And I'll bet he ends up being a Razorback before it's over. Trey Knox announced this week that he was entering the transfer portal. I think some were caught by surprise on that. Um, there is the uh, uh, there's the feeling that his departure and Dow Loggins' departure not coincidental. I, I suspect there's some truth to that. He may very well end up at South Carolina, but you know there's no way of knowing if he does end up there. But I have a feeling that. Trey Knox might have left anyway, and it might not have been South Carolina where he went. Um, Now, it may be that he ends up in South Carolina. Justin Stepps, their wide receivers coach, he originally recruited him to Arkansas, and now you've got a position coach at Arkansas going over there. It's only natural that um, now that he's in the portal that that's where he would end up. But again, I'm not so sure that he wouldn't have ended up in the portal anyway. The way this is working – and it's not just here, but it's at other places too. You hear the bad before you hear the good. That's what makes all this difficult right now for fan bases because you hear about all the guys leaving, but the process is not completely unfolded yet, so you don't know who's coming in. Arkansas's gotten some commitments. There's some guys that have said they're coming in here in the transfer portal, but the process is not done, and it may not be done for a little while. You know, you're going to add guys. Sometimes you're going to add guys that end up being difference makers for you. So I think from a player's perspective and from a portal perspective, it's easy at this stage of the game when you really have, you know, the process doesn't allow you to do much other than lose guys into the portal. And as other teams' players go into the portal and you can arrange visits for them to come see you or you go see them, you know, they may not commit to you on that first night. You may have to court them a little bit. But I want to see how all these numbers shake out when it's over. I operated under no illusion when this football season the changes were on the horizon. I felt like going into the offseason you could see as many as 40 new players on the Razorback roster next year. That's counting the new players that come in. When you're 6-6, six and six, you're going to have changes in your coaching staff. That's just how the game works. You know, fans are dissatisfied when you're 6-6, six and six, and, you know, we tend to blame the coaches when it doesn't go the way we want it to. It's hard to pin the blame on a young person, on a player. Truth of the matter is you got to have good players, got to have good coaches. I think everybody understood when the season came to an end that Arkansas needed to upgrade at several positions. That's what they're trying to do right now. And anyone who's ever watched a major college football program operate know that when you go 9-4 and four one year and 6-6 six and six the next, there's going to be changes on the coaching staff. It's inevitable. So I don't believe the sky's falling. I don't believe there's reason to jump off the ledge right now. you got to let this process unfold. It's kind of like a season. We all jump to determine the worth of the season before we even get to the middle of October. We all do it. We all do it. And then we get to November and we do a complete 180 and we say, hey, this is the time of year when seasons are decided. 
Well, half of us have thrown in the towel before October 15th even rolls around. I think this portal thing's similar. I think there's an ebb and a flow to all this. And I think just the way it's set up means you're going to lose more guys before you get more guys in. But let's see how the numbers add up when it's all said and done. I suspect by the time Arkansas gets to spring practice, we're going to have a coaching staff that everybody's going to be excited about. And there's going to be some new players in here that all of a sudden are putting on Razorback uniforms, and we're excited about them too. That's how it works. But you got to let this thing play out before you draw your conclusions. Hey, have you made your picks for the rest of the week? The Bet Saracen app's where you need to go. It's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. And if you're one of those people that likes to make a little wager on your favorite game, the Bet Saracen app really is the spot to go for all the latest info and all the things you're going to need if you're going to be informed about what you're doing. I know there are Vegas odds, but I also know that if you're going to legally bet Vegas odds, you've got to be in Vegas. And I also know that there are laws within our state that prevent these big national betting apps from operating within our state. So that leads me to the, the conclusion that the Bet Saracen app is the place that you need to be. They've got a how-to-play video. You can log on. You can download the app. And I promise you, they'll have you ready to go. All right, I want to thank you for listening today. I want to encourage you, if you would, to download the Hit That Line podcast network. It will allow you to hear this podcast and all the other podcasts as well. And uh, it'll automatically download to your device too, and that's even better. We'll be around on Friday. We'll be getting ready for a trip to North Little Rock. Hope you'll be here then too. Until Friday, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hug. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.